Hi, welcome to my podcast for Property Beginners. I'm your host, Lenka, and in this talk show, I'll be taking you through some fascinating journeys, which hopefully will help you to achieve your property goals. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of How Did You Show? Today, I'm bringing you another really, really exciting guest, which I'll tell you um, in a minute about. Uh, so just very quickly, today we are going to be talking about something new, something we haven't discussed on the podcast uh, yet. So one of the biggest topics in the property industry at the moment is a serviced accommodation and a massive holiday boom all over the world because of COVID. Now, running a holiday-led business or having a hotel is fantastic and can bring loads of money. But relying only on the OTAs, which is the online travel agents, can be very, very costly. Now, how to avoid that and how to fill your calendars is through direct bookings. And who else we would speak to about direct bookings if not the one and only fellow traveler as well, awesome Mark Simpson, a director and founder of Boostly. Hi, Mark, and welcome on the show. What a lovely intro. Thank you very much. And it's a pleasure, a pleasure to be here. I am a, I am a tuner in it. Uh, I've seen all the highlights on the Instagram of what you get your guests to do. So I'm fully prepared. Are you prepared to dance? <laughs> I am fully prepared. Don't you worry. And yeah, I, 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 I love being on, after listening to the podcast and, you know, with, with interviews with Rob and, and Jamie and, and a few others that I know, Tanya and et cetera, it's cool that I get to be on here. So thank you for having me as a guest. It is a, it's a privilege. Is The pleasure is all mine. Oh, thank you so much. That's so kind of you. I'm super, honestly, I'm super excited to have you today. And I also feel very honored that you accepted the invitation. And since we, since we, said that you're going to come on the show. I couldn't wait for today. And I can't wait to share with everybody uh, who don't know you about who you are and what you do, because what you do is absolutely awesome. And for those who do, they're going to learn a bit more about you as well. So let's start. So if for those who actually, for who, who don't know Mark, Mark, can you tell us a little bit more about you, please? Yeah. Should I start from the beginning? That's always a nice place to start, right? Uh, what, what, what depends on what beginning is. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll go back to the very beginning. Before we start, though, no, I, I do apologize. Uh, before we started recording, I did uh, show Lenka my, my Heineken that I am drinking. I'm, this is not sponsored by Heineken, but it's very hot here. I'm living in Spain, so if I take swigs uh, at random times, you'll know why. It is 0%, but it is, it is lovely and it's very hot, so it needs to be done. But how did I get to Spain? That's a pretty good place to start. So uh, as you can tell from my accent, I am not Spanish. I'm very British. Uh, Yorkshire. Uh, I grew up in a town called Scarborough. And for those of you that's never been to sunny Scarborough, one in every three houses is pretty much a hospitality accommodation, whether it's a B&B, a hotel, or a, or a rental accommodation. My family um, <clears throat> had or have a 200-acre farm in the middle of the North Yorkshire Moors. It's a beautiful place to grow up. And, and I would I've seen photos. Yeah, so it's called the Granary B&B, if you want to check it out. And they started the business back in the 90s when there was a, another crisis coming through uh, the UK, which was the foot and mouth crisis. And they pivoted their business, just like so many other people did last year. Um, and they, they, they basically knocked down the barn and they converted it into a four-bedroom guest house. And they were one of the first in the county to do so. Now, all you've got to do is go on any of the OTAs and you'll see farm stays all over the UK, all over the world. They're very, 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 very popular, very in vogue, glamping, et cetera. But they were one of the first. And back in the 90s, there was no social media. There was no OTAs. There was no website. 
there was no channel managers or PMSs or Stripe or PayPal or anything. It literally was pen and paper. It was word of mouth and it was newspaper and magazine ads in, in, in a couple of places. That was it. The business was really successful. Um, I just remember growing up, um, always having people, always having strangers in my house, always having strangers in my kitchen, which is bizarre to grow up in, but it was an amazing environment because there was always people around. And throughout the years that I was living there through primary and then secondary, the business expanded. So they knocked down another barn and they went all in. They converted another barn into 10 bedrooms. They had 14 in total. And they added on a tea room. They started doing evening meals. And for pocket money, um, I was basically making beds, doing brekkies, doing evening meals, doing the tea rooms here and there. And I got to my late teens and I wanted to do what anybody else in my position would do. And I wanted to escape. I wanted to get out of the village. I wanted to travel. And um, I'm a massive Liverpool football fan. Um, just like Rob Moore, who was on this show uh, a couple of weeks months back. And the, I wanted to be a footballer. The problem is I'm crap at football. So I started coaching it. <laughs> so I, I started doing youth development and I was very fortunate to get an opportunity in 2002 to go to America. So for seven years, from 2002 to 2009, every year for five months, I would go travel America, coaching it. It was a, a real experience. In around that time, dotted with other little travels to Australia, Australasia and Asia and other places. And then in 2009, came back, back to the UK and met my now wife and we moved down to London. And in London, that's where I fell into sales and marketing. And the marketing part's important. I was working for Quipe, which then turned into Yelp. And I just fell in love. I had a new obsession, which was, which was the Google rankings and the social medias that were coming and, and the reviews and how all that world worked. And um, it fascinated me. I, even though I was in the sales team, I'd spent more time in the marketing department. And then in 2011, my parents came to me. I'm the eldest of four, me and my wife. And they asked if we would come back into the family business. They'd been running this now for about 25 years. They had done really well, really successful but they wanted to eventually retire. Um, we set out a five-year goal to pretty much in, increase the value of the business and then look to sell it. And my role was to get it all online and to grow. So um, I basically put to practice the things that I learned in London into the business. And I, and I geeked out and I learned so much about it as well. I joined you know, entrepreneurial Facebook groups, business Facebook groups, social media Facebook groups, and asked loads of questions and just implemented it. So in, in just 18 months, we, we grew to become the top three ranked business on TripAdvisor, which this is when TripAdvisor was actually worthwhile. Uh, social media, Facebook page, we had the largest independent local Facebook page, which was fantastic. Wow. And all of our offline word of mouth came online and our direct bookings just, just flourished. And it was great. We loved it. And we were able to add on holiday rental accommodation with cottages. We, we, uh, we added on a wedding venue. And we just grew and grew and grew. We did events. I, I hosted a farm ever farm, first ever farm fest, which is one of my goals was like to have like a wow. festival on the farm, which was amazing with bands, local bands and drinks and all That's that. That's incredible. It was amazing. And then in 2016, when we were wanting to start to put the business up for sale, um, I started to go to local hospitality meetings because I wanted to meet other owners. And I just sort of started to have the plan of what I was going to do next. And at these meetings, at these hospitality association meetings, is where I realized that other hosts weren't as fortunate as I to have a background in, in social media or marketing. And they, you know, they, they've had their businesses for longer than social media has been a thing and they were struggling. They were complaining about booking.com, complaining about Expedia um, and, and, and all of that. 
And so I just asked a question, what are you doing to get your own direct bookings? And everybody just looked at me with a blank expression. And so I went away and I looked on Google to see who was offering services. And I found agencies that were charging abnormal fees, like 12 grand a year. Wow. I, found, um, I found people that were coaching it, but they were, they were really old fashioned and saying out of date tactics that don't work. And so I just had this light bulb moment. Uh, I went to the council. I said, listen, are you helping hosts? And they said, no. Um, and I said, well, what are you going to do about it? I said, we haven't got the budget to do it. So I just thought, sorry, if no one's going to do it, I'm going to do it. So I started up a Facebook group called the hospitality community. It is now, um, the, the, the biggest and the most engaged Facebook group for the hospitality industry on Facebook, which is amazing. Um, and I started it just for Scarborough and Whitby owners in, in all honesty, I started it for just Scarborough and Whitby because my focus was going to be that, but over the years and over the time, because it worked because I was showing up every day, giving advice, giving it like hacks for booking.com or wherever it may be. Um, people started to request to join and I could see when people were requesting to join or coming in from Scotland or down Torquay or Torbay, um, you know, we're coming in from France, Germany. And before I knew it, it was worldwide. And all I was doing every day was showing up and giving tactics and tips. And then I started the Boostly podcast and then I started Boostly and then I started the Boostly Academy and then Boostly websites and, and Boostly content creator. And now we've just got a one-stop shop for hosts that want to increase their direct bookings. And I, I like to, my spiel is I give hosts the tools, the tactics, the training, and the confidence to get direct bookings. And we've now got over a thousand paying clients, over a hundred thousand people have, have downloaded a free guide that you can go and get boostly.co.uk on how to increase your direct bookings. And this year in November, I've got my very first book coming out, which I'm really excited for. Uh, this year, the Boostly podcast um, managed to get in the top three uh, podcast chart in the UK for marketing. So alongside Amy Porterfield and like people that I have geeked out over the years, which was like a massive achievement. And yeah, and it's, it's, it's growing and growing. It's crazy. It's like a worldwide brand and it's, it's unbelievable. And with the business and with what we've been able to do now, me and the wife and my three children, we've got three kids now, we, we travel the world. We've been all over. We're very fortunate. Even during lockdown, we're still traveling currently in Spain. Um, and we've been here for, for, for a little bit and then we're looking to come back in the UK in, in October, but it just means that we can be totally digital, uh, to totally nomadic, and, uh, my team that we've built are spread all over the world and yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. And I get to now come on cool podcasts like this and share tips and advice and speak on stage when we're able to speak on stage and, and do all that cool stuff. That is really impressive. Wow. I would clap, but that would be probably painful for the listeners. I'll do it like um, uh, Tony Robbins does. He claps like this, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's incredible. Very inspiring. Very, very inspiring. Uh, especially, as you said, um, when, you, when you found a niche on the market and you try to find a solution for it, it's like, no one's doing this. Okay, well, I'll just do it myself. It's an amazing how uh, what you created as well, and in a pretty short period of time, and with traveling and with a young family as well. That's really, really impressive. Thank you. Don't get me wrong. There was lots of errors, lots of trial and error, trial and error, trial and error. But if anything that I've learned from people like Tony Robbins or Tim Ferriss that we spoke about yesterday when, when we had a quick chat and, and others, it's just consistency, just showing up consistent. You know, there's no quick wins, there's no quick fixes, and we'll talk about that with. With, with property and everything, it's just showing up consistently on a daily basis and just providing help and support and building a community. So I built a community and then the business followed. And, and uh, that's really been the, the, the key to be the start of, of what I hope will be a big success.
Amazing. Absolutely. And it's like, you, you know, as people always saying that add value as well. And that's what you were doing. You were creating a community. You were adding value. People were, um, people from the place where they feel safe when they can talk, we can, they can ask questions. They always get mm-hmm. answers. Uh, it's just fantastic. As you say, it's, it's, and also people say that the relationships first and the business second. So when you create community and people get to know each other a little bit more as well, it's just fantastic. Bringing people together. It's a really amazing skill. And not everybody, not everybody can create what you've created. So, yeah, you should be very, very proud of yourself. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And the cool thing is I'm only getting started. My big goal is that I want to help one million hosts increase their direct bookings. So with, with, the, with the podcast and now the book coming out, and I really do hope that we can get to that. Because the reason being is that in 2016, I had the, the, the guest from hell. Everybody's got a guest from hell story. And we oh, had it. Yes. Um, literally just before um we ended the season in 2016 uh, just as we were all about to go to a, a family wedding we had the guest from hell rock up and it came from booking.com and the and the help and support we got from booking.com was non-existent Absolutely. Um, it, agree. It was the exact opposite. and so yeah, I, I could. I mean, everybody. You've got them, and everybody listening to the story will have will have a, a similar story. And um, I, I could have just stood, stood on my soapbox on our Granary Facebook page and talk about the benefits of booking direct, but it would have gone nowhere. It would have gone to my very little community that, that we had built up, our ten thousand followers that we had built up. So I thought, well, instead of me just preaching myself, why don't I show hosts? and get them to re-educate their guests. Why, why do I educate the hosts, re-educate their guests about the power of Booking Direct? And if I can help a million people and say they've got a thousand guests coming through in circulation every year, then that's where you'll get the attention of Booking.com and Airbnb because they only look at us like a number. Through, through the work that I've done and the people that I've met, and I've got to know a lot of people within Airbnb and Booking.com and, and now Verbo, the Expedia group, they literally look at hosts like a number. They, they don't think... When Brian Chesky's come out and said it, when he was asked on a podcast about the book direct movement, he dismissed it. He said that hosts don't care about that or they don't know what to do to, 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 to do the things that I'm teaching. So it's like, this is me being very stubborn and sort of going, right, well, we do know what we're doing. And mm. um, hosts just need a bit of guidance. And it's not just me that's talking about book direct. There's, there's, a, there's even a show now called the book direct show which is going to be uh, in London in September. So you can go get tickets to that. And, and there's so many more people talking about Book Direct, which is fantastic. There's a hashtag Book Direct Day in February in 2022, which will be amazing. So it's a movement and it's growing and growing and growing and the stats are showing as well. So it's, it's really important that we keep on talking about it. And I just made, I did a recent podcast episode. I do a daily podcast every day at the Booster Podcast. And I did a recent episode where I talked about why I will continue to talk about this every day, the importance of talking about it every day, why I am the Book Direct guy just because it's so important that we keep on doing it. We, we don't slack uh, and we, we don't just over rely on, on Airbnb, booking.com, et cetera. Yes, that's very true. Very, very true. And um, it's, it's this, this other stories as well. It's not only about how much money you can as well save by doing a direct bookings, but it's also mm-hmm. uh, the relying on them as with the story, what we had when the COVID happened and uh what happened with uh, airbnb for example yes they did apologize afterwards but what they've done is that they just changed the changed the cancellation policy for all the guests everybody suddenly could just cancel their holiday uh yeah. for for um zero uh, you know without losing any money but what about the hosts and it also yeah. shows as well isn't it that yes OTAs. i mean it's great yes you you know it's your visibility etc however 
you can't just be relying on that and it's also costing you so much money so yeah as you said i found it very interesting as well when you said it's also about educating the the guests as well educating hosts educating guests so and you know it's actually more and more i can hear it as well like when i um I, it happens to me as well that i have a guest for example uh, who came through OTA and they, then they, they would come to me and they say, Oh, I know you have to pay lots of commission. If I want to come back to you, do you have a direct website? Where can I book? So yeah. some, people, some people do know that as well. So it's quite, it's, it's, it's quite nice. It's, 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 it, you, you hit the nail on the head. You really hit the nail on the head because it's not just the commission that you pay. And yes, the commission that you can pay can be a lot. Um, I've seen invoices coming through for like two, three, four, five grand on a monthly it's basis. Painful. It can get, you can get really high and, and, and that is a big burden. So there's a massive way to save money, but as well, it's the, it's the, it's the power. So when um, you have a guest who booked through an OTA, you are literally playing by their rules. You're playing in their sandpit. And it's, and it's and, you know, most of the time it's not an issue, but when it is an issue, it's a big issue. And this is where it just causes unnecessary headache, et cetera. And, you know, I think one of the big misconceptions with what I do for the last five years is people think that I'm getting you to go cold turkey on the OTAs. And I'm, I'm not doing that at all. The granary would never have succeeded if we hadn't have had the OTAs exposure. We were a farm in the middle of nowhere. We were not on the map. We had no right to be seen, but the OTAs gave us that visibility with a, with a, a, a European and um, an international market. But what we did is that we didn't over-rely on them. It was just one channel. It was a marketing channel. We used it like we use Facebook. We didn't over rely on one channel to bring in our, in, in our bookings. We spread it around. And, and that's the key to it. So be on the OTAs, be on all the OTAs, but make sure you've got the systems and structures in place. For example, to have a property management software, Guesty, free to book, Toki, Zivu, Uplisting, whatever it may be. You've got them all connected in so you don't have any double bookings, et cetera. And then what you can do through a PMS is then you can have a website, and then you can get drive people to there and people think, oh, that's such a lot of work. So overwhelming, but it's not. It really isn't. The tactics that I show are simple, cost effective. A lot of the times don't cost any money at all and they have maximum, maximum return. Sometimes you can just do one little thing and it will result in a 20% shift in OTA bookings to direct bookings. And a 20% shift over the course of a year can be maybe a four or five figure some absolutely. investment which is, yeah. which is which is huge absolutely yeah huge 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 it's you know 15 percent, especially if you are um like here we're on the coastline staycation boom middle of the summer you can charge premiums as you said the the price you know the, the fees you're paying to the otas um it, it's it's painful but as you said you need that as well for you know for the visibility etc etc but you need to have a place in the systems in places to be able to take a direct bookings completely agree and i love i love how you described it as well and i'm gonna be a customer as well as we talked yesterday and i can't wait <laughs> yeah definitely gonna learn from the best how <laughs> to do direct bookings <laughs> so yeah so you you've been so this is this is pretty much how you got how you got into a hospitality business isn't it is that you've been you've been brought um you've been brought in a hospitality and an entrepreneurial mindset you always as you said that you were always at had home some strangers this is probably where you got your travel passion for as well meeting strangers meeting different people from different parts of the country or the world um and now what you're doing is that you're combining all this, your knowledge, your passions, and everything you've learned since you were a child, com you combine this and you're helping other hosts to, 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 to provide the perfect service and save loads of money. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, really um, I'm, I'm all about trying to create 
the win-win-win. So a win for the client or the host, because then they'll be able to use these tactics and tools to bring in more money, more income, more revenue, less commission, um, more a win for the guests, because the guests will have a better user experience, they'll have a better guest experience. That means they'll be able to have a better holiday, then leave a better review, but also a win for Boostly and a Boostly for, for not only me and my family, but a win for the staff. So we now hire 11 staff around the world, but the staff and, and their families. And that's what I'm trying to, trying to create. I always try and look to create a win, win, win. So uh, uh, it's, it's, it's um, there are companies out there, very wrongly, you just try and create a win just for them, very selfish reasons, and they don't care about the, the downline, the clients, the customers, etc. We're, we're the opposite. I'm, I'm always about the purpose over profit. Our rates, whatever we do, are very low. 99% of what I do, I give away for free, whether it's podcast or Facebook group or blog, etc., etc., etc. So the reason why I do that is because, number one, I've got a big goal of helping that one million. But then if anybody does want to cross the line and, and invest their time and money with me, but then they know that that 1% is better than what anybody else is doing. And I'm very proud to say that I believe that that 1% is better than, than what anybody else, because I've seen what everybody else is doing, especially when it comes to marketing tactics and dire bookings and, 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 and website. And I can, and I, and I've got a big mouth when I say that, and I put my money where my mouth is because I guarantee anybody who steps over the line, if they don't get a return of investment in new direct bookings, then I'll give them all of the money back. So it's very much purpose over over profit. And I'm very, very much going this the long way around. Very much so. Definitely not a quick witch uh, scheme to get the, the Lamborghini or whatever. I, I drive a Peugeot. I really don't care about all of that. My main goal and main aim is to help 1 million hosts. And I know if I can do that and I can achieve that, then the win and the win and the win will, 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 will last a lifetime and more so. So yeah, this is definitely like a, a big thing of mine. Fantastic. And I'm very, and I'll be very proud when I joined as well. And I'll be like, I'm one of those million. <laughs> so, Mary, can I just, so you've been describing what, um, what Boostly can actually, like, what can help with. Can you explain a bit more as well about, so, um, what is it deeper? So you're doing, you're doing websites, you're doing academy. So how does that work? Yeah. So over the years, Boostly has evolved in, in what, what we do and what I offer or what we offer it's not just me anymore there's a full team behind when i when i first started i was just doing one-on-one -on -one work so i would go into a hotel or a guest house in the yorkshire coast and i would work on a one-on-one -on -one basis with them i'd take over their their otas their website i'd take over the social media and it was great and it was getting cool results but it was never going to scale i was never going to get to my goal because i could only ever work with four or five people at a time and this is when i started out so i didn't know anything about systems or scaling or teams or outsourcing. I've had to learn all of that as I go. So in 2017, I flipped it from a one-to-one -one model to a one-to-many model. And I created the Boostly Academy, which is, a, which is basically training videos that anybody can access at any time. It was designed with hosts in mind. So it's not a course because I know with the majority of hosts, they're too busy to do a course, you know, where they have to tune in for two hours every week, et cetera, et cetera. I get that. And so the Boostly Academy went really well. Um, we went from five hosts to 300, 400, 500, 600, and it's close to a thousand hosts right now in there. Nice. And the back of that success, one of the big problems that I saw from hosts and the big pain point was the website. Website designers going missing. Uh, it's not working. They're having to do it themselves and they don't really know what WordPress is all about, or they're just relying on a free one that they got with their property management software. Mm. And so 
we started doing WordPress websites and it worked really well because we just knew what the A, what the guest is looking for. And we mimicked what the big chains that are Hilton and Marriott, the premiums are doing. And we, we mimicked as well what the Airbnbs and the booking.coms are doing. And we basically put that into a, into a WordPress website and we, we duplicated and duplicated and duplicated. We've got a, a website wireframe that works every single time. And that's just expanded and grown. And now we're closing in on 700 clients. Uh, we've got some really cool um, technology now that syncs straight in in real time into the leading PMSs around the world uh, with Guesty and channel managers like Rentals United and uh, Toki, Zivu, Uplisting, you name it. We are slowly working with them all. And what that means now for a host is that they've got a mini OTA website and uh, they've got a mini OTA website for themselves, which, which, is, which is amazing. And um, that has been pretty much like our bread and butter now. If I was to break the business down into 60, 30, 10, 60% of it is websites, 30% is training, and then 10%, the final 10% is, is content creation. So this is something that I started in 2018 because I'm always banging on to host. You should be posting on social media every single day. You should be sending an email at least once a month. And they were coming to me like, yeah, Mike, that's all well and good, but I haven't got the time and I haven't got the creativity to create social media posts every day. And I definitely don't know what to send on an email. And so I goes, right, well, if you, if you don't know what to send, I'll create it for you. And I reached out to an agency and we came together with, 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 a, with a rate. And um, they, every month, create with their copywriters and designers 30 to 40 pieces of content every month. And that content, you can just copy it, paste it, personalize and post it on cool. LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, um, TikTok, um, everything, everywhere. Anywhere you want. Yeah, anywhere you want, everywhere you want. And you can even schedule it. So with Facebook, you can schedule your whole month's of posts in one hour, which I know a couple of hosts do, which is, which is awesome. And then, um, so you can forget about it because you can literally set it and forget it. And as long as you're looking, um, it's most important in 2020 to show that you were visible because so many businesses didn't come out the other side of it. And people were looking at social media to check that you're still there. And if you, if you hadn't posted for a couple of weeks, I'm thinking, hang on a second, I might not book them and they might not be around, you know? And so by literally having a social media post about every day, it shows that you're visible. And those that stayed visible were bookable, very much so coming out of lockdowns. And, and, and another thing with the email templates as well, these have been designed by expert copywriters. And so these have been literally designed to use emotion, persuasion in text. And, and email is, has, and will always be the best form of marketing. And we've got templates for all sorts of scenarios, whether you're trying to get into a corporate company for, for, for business corporate clients to get past a gatekeeper, to send out to um, an email to your email list about staycations and the power of staycations or FOMO, fear of missing out bookings. We've got tons of different scenarios. And it doesn't matter whether you've got an email list of one or an email list of a thousand. These work really well. And there's loads of different ways that we can send them. And uh, I, yeah, and it's only a five or a month. That's only five pounds a month. Wow. So it's, it, it's really cost effective. And I've, I've messed around and played around with different pricing. And I got to about 20 pounds. I was like, why am I keeping putting the price up? The reason for this is to get to the goal of helping 1 million hosts. So I just knocked it down to a fiver and it's, and it's boomed. It's like 700 people are doing that, um, which, which, which is great, which is amazing. Um, any money that I make from that goes straight back into um, the content creator. So what I did um, a couple of weeks ago is that with the bit of profits that we had, I uh, reached out 
and I got some more email templates done. I got a, another copywriter to create a website, jedline, a website headline generator tool that you can also use on your Airbnb listings for your, you know, the, the title that's really hard to do. You can use it and use it for that. So we're, we're able to basically reinvest it into content creator, which, which I absolutely love and adore. And through growing the business, outsourcing, getting more team members, I've now been able to totally remove myself from a lot of the day-to-day, -day, so it's freed up more time. So I've just recently started doing one-on-one -on -one coaching, which I haven't done for so long, and I'm really enjoying it. It's only a maximum of seven clients, and um, it just means that I'm able to do a monthly Zoom call with them. They have access to WhatsApp, and we, we really delve into the business, and it's not just marketing, but it's systems, it's structures, it's everything. I just like a, I, I think it's, I'm, the best way that I can see it working is that I'm just an, an ideas man. They come to me, and I'm just somebody that can bounce ideas off because a lot of the time people are doing this, whether their partner's not truly involved or they don't feel like they've got like a network of people that can really ask in-depth questions to. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, and I, I love it. I, I absolutely buzz off my Thursday calls. Um, when I have, when I do do them and, um, it's a minimum term of three months. And for a lot of people that are coming to the end of the first three months and, you know, I may continue doing it. Um, uh, but yeah, there's, there's other things, there's other sort of like ideas as well. And there's obviously the book as well. So there's lots of different ways, um, coming up that, that, uh, that I can help. So you really, really are a one-stop shop for the hosts. <laughs> Trying to be, and it's all around diet book. Like, I will never be the person that will show you how to get into SA. I don't know the legal side or how to go and talk to an estate agent or landlord or, or, you know, how to find your golden zone or anything like that. There's some amazing people that will help you do that and show you how to do that. Um, but what I, what I do do is I help you get bookings. So I'm like, once you've got your units, once you've got your property, and I, I always say to people, get a season under your belt and then come to me, get a season under your belt, learn guests, guest communications, doing all of the things, you know, hospitality is a very rare beat. There's no other industry like this especially when you've got strangers staying in your house and uh, get a season under your belt. And then this is when I can step in, whatever it may be that we end up doing. But yeah, it's, I'm trying because there's, again, loads of people are coming to me and they're at so many different stages of their, of their journey. And so I'm just basically trying to uh, guide them along as best I can do. That's incredible. Yeah. It's, yeah, it just sounds absolutely, it actually really, really sounds like, um, your knowledge is something what every host should have <laughs> genuinely speaking yeah if you're running a holiday if you're running a holiday-led business you you need to be visible you need to know how to how to um attract the direct bookings you need to be able to have an amazing website um with the social media how to how to use a social media the right way like we have we have this amazing thing called social media which is for lots of it is free like facebook like instagram LinkedIn, they're all free uh, platforms to use. And if you don't utilize it as well, it's, that's, we are 2021. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. So the fact is that you're also helping, helping with the content and helping to be visible, etc. That's just, yeah, that's exactly what everybody should be doing. Yeah, definitely. So what is, if someone wants to find you, so it's at boostly.com. Yeah. The best, the best place to go is boostly.co.uk. Don't go to boostly.com because that's a table booking service out of america so it's boostly.co.uk uh that's the place to go to if you want it's been done many a times do not worry so basically if you i've got um on boostly.co.uk there's seven tools and tips that you can get started in a direct booking journey 
So I share with you my pricing software tip tool that I, I recommend, a digital guidebook that I recommend, and then there's five tips. So how to use Google, how to do email marketing, and a couple of other really cool tips that, that you can put into practice for free. This is literally part of my, my, my free thing that you can go, uh, you can download it and you can get started on it as literally as soon as possible. It's five unlisted videos on the YouTube channel that you can only get by, by joining the email list. And then when you do join the email list afterwards, you uh, just send pretty much daily, if not weekly emails to help. So there's a, the, the, the best way to, to get started by doing that. Yeah, you are very, you are very high techy techy. Everything is nicely linked and connected and all that. You've got a very nice organized system. Um, so yeah, Mark, you told us about Boostly and all that and it's incredible, but you are inspiring in many many more other ways as well so uh from what i know about you from what you told me as well so with your young family and everything you do and traveling as well and everything you and you 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 you're creating this community you're helping people you're creating this amazing business etc um how do you do it around the young family how did you how did you create it that sort of, if you can tell us a little bit more to those who, who obviously who don't know that about you, because this is really, really inspiring and interesting story as well. So um, again, lots of trial, lots of error, lots of uh, making decisions, making wrong decisions and correcting them. And it's, it's a very fine tuning service, but um, I think I mentioned to you earlier, but a big inspiration of mine when I started the business was Tim Ferriss. When I, um, 2016, when I was thinking about starting Boostly, I went over to meet a friend in Liverpool. We're going to go to see a Liverpool game and we're having a couple of drinks and he's very entrepreneurial. And he said, have you checked out Tim Ferriss? And I was like, no, he said, oh, he'll be right up your street. You will love him. So on the drive back, I downloaded his podcast and his, the first podcast experience I had of Tim Ferriss um, was the Jamie Foxx episode, which for those who don't know, I think it still is his most downloaded podcast of all time. And I was hooked. From there, I got his book, The 4-Hour Workweek, and then Tools of Titans and Tribe of Mentors. And he's been a massive inspiration for um, everything. And a big part of what he talks about, especially in uh, Tools of Titans, is that a lot of the very successful people around the world, whether it's business or health or wealth or anything, is that they have a morning routine. Now, I mis misconstrued this as that I should be drinking green tea and doing a, a full gym workout and uh, doing cold showers, yoga, cold showers, literally before sunrise. And uh, when I first started, I was trying to cram so much in as well as having two kids, which now three kids. And slowly over time, I realized what it actually meant and what that morning routine meant was just basically doing something every day. You don't even have to think about when you wake up having like your non-essentials. And that is what I've just crafted over time. I also stupidly thought that I should be working, waking up at 4.30 and then working from five until 9am and then doing nothing for the rest of the day. Proud as punch that I could do that. But again, the problem <laughs> having two young kids is that they do have the ability to, you know, get in the way, the selfish little buggers. They want like, you know, <laughs> and attention and feeding. And um, it just, it just didn't, didn't work. And again, we we're traveling all over the world and doing all these things. And, and the main reason was, is that, in 2017, when I was really doing this and we were traveling around India and Bali and, and Asia and, and Thailand and Cambodia, is that I thought, right, if I work in the morning, then I've got the rest of the day to travel and, and I don't have to worry about work. And it, it, just, it just didn't work. Uh, my one-on-one -on -one clients very quickly disappeared. <laughs> and, oh, no. and, you know, 
And so it was one of the main, again, one of the main reasons of, of, of shifting from one to one to one to many was that I was like, there's got to be another way. And so in eventually when I got the hint in 2019, I swapped my early working hours to more later. So now I do 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Monday to Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday are off. So I only work those four hours. But by learning automation, delegation systems and structures, and like you said, there's a lot of tech that goes on in the back end, but there's a lot of people that I can now outsource to. And, you know, when you first start, you've got to eat glass, as they say, and just do it all yourself. But over time, you can outsource it. So now um, a, a lot of what I do is somebody's taking care of it or a computer's taking care of it or automation's taking care of it. So it just means that in the four hours that I do work, I've, I've always got a to-do list. I've literally got, and, and this was a, an, an Instagram recommendation, every day my, my to-do list is, is on uh, this little whiteboard that sits on my desk. Uh-huh. As I go, every night I, I write what I've got to do the next day. So I literally know what I've got to do. So I've never got an okay, empty... You're constantly using paper as well. Saving yeah, well, saving yeah, well, well I, uh, I do have paper as well. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I do, but uh, but I, I I have that I have that as well. I I do keep a little journal, a gratitude journal. I think again, some of that I learned very recently from Stephen Bartlett, who's got the book Happy Sexy Millionaire. Was that? Wow, it's, sounds good. It's a it's a it's a it's a very crap title, but a good book. And Stephen Bartlett is somebody that I've just delved into um, a lot over the last couple of weeks. He's very well known. He's he, he was head of social chain, but now he's got the diary of a CEO, big YouTube channel. And again, somebody that um, I've just devoured lots of lots of videos and 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 sort of like the book and everything like that. And again, I think it's I think you know you speak to Rob Moore, you speak to a lot of people. I think it's, it's the journey more than the destination. And I think the problem is is that you're always as business owners, you're always thinking, right? Well, I'm getting twenty grand coming in this month. If I just get to thirty, life will be so much better. If I just get to forty grand, life will be so much better. Mm-hmm. Instead, okay. just always thinking about, always chasing, just being grateful of where you are right now. And and you've got to do that on a daily basis and being very grounded and, and living in the now. And again, it's, it's something that you hear all the time, especially when you get started. It's like, yeah, 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 very woo, very all those things. But again, it is very important. To, to, to take stock because again, life as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, whatever you want to call it, it's very much like a roller coaster. One minute, you're like amazing. All my properties are full. You know, I've just got a really big six grand booking what coming in. I've got all these properties about to come on board. And then the next minute it's like, oh shit, I've got all these properties coming on board. My calendar's not looking the best. I literally haven't got a clue on X, Y, and Z. And it's like, it's up and down. It's really important. And I, and I had that myself. I had a very like, uh, anxious moment just a couple of days ago, but I, but by taking a minute to, to, to jot down, um, like a gratitude, put a little plan together. It does help definitely keep you grounded. So you don't just literally go off the rails. Yeah. And so all that being said, and, and all that, that I am, that I am doing, it just means that when I do come to work in those four hours, every single day is laid out. I know exactly what I'm doing on each day. And I means I can get what most can get done in an eight hour day in four hours. I combine structure with discipline. So right now, there is no notifications on my MacBook at all. I've got do not disturb mode on. And it's on all the time. Um, all notifications are turned off. So there's no um, little shiny object syndrome. On my phone, again, all notifications are turned off. The only notification that's turned on is when my wife messages me. That is it. That is the only- <laughs> 
and that's the one you don't want to escape. <laughs> so everything is going on and things are happening, but I check it on my own time. Yeah, that's and very I, good. And I couple that with the Pomodoro technique. So when I've got some deep work that I need to get done, whether it is writing the book or whether it is X, Y, or Z, I set a timer for 25 minutes. So I do 25 minutes on and it's a five minute break. So I'll just go sit down, quick bit of fresh air outside or whatever it may be. And by doing that, I don't get, you know, exhausted or mental fatigue or, or anything. So it's a combination of those things. It, 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 really, it really does help mean that you can just get a, a lot of work, a lot of work done. Fantastic. It's all about exactly what you just said. It's listening to that. It just shows that how much discipline, routine, and right to-do list, it makes huge difference, doesn't it? Like I, to me, when I was learning about, for example, the power of to-do list, is that I've learned as well that do not leave your to-do list, for example, and it works for me, is for the morning. Like I like going to sleep. Uh, it's, I like going to sleep knowing you already have your to-do list written down, which means that when you go yeah. to bed, you don't need to think about that. Oh, I forgot that. Oh, tomorrow I need to do this. I need to do that. It's all written down. You're not going to forget that. It's there. And then you wake up in the morning and you know what's waiting for you. You're not going to be like, oh, today, oh, mm -hmm. where do I start? And the day starts like that. So power to-do list. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. That's a very common theme with a lot of people that I admire and, and, and read and watch, etc. Noah Kagan is, is somebody who does exactly that. He's, a, he's the founder of AppSumo, uh, King Sumo, all the sumos. He's, he's a very successful business owner based out of Texas. Um, he, he does exactly that. I was so fortunate last year with the lockdown, he agreed to come on my podcast. He's somebody that I've followed for so many years and he's, he's a very, very successful business owner. But again, lockdown made it really easy to get a hold of people who are otherwise unattainable. <laughs> so, uh, and, and he does that. And again, I, I totally agree with it. And I think to, to add transparency and to add a little bookmark in here, and this is very much going to be sitting on the fence, but it, it's whatever works best for you. Absolutely. And this is something that I've learned is that there is no quick fix. There is no roadmap to success. There is no do this, do that, do this. Um, we can, I can, you can with the podcast and, and talking to other hosts and I can by talking to other hosts, show things that, that work. And, and, you know, I, I try and give tons of information and just hope that one thing sticks because for one person, it may be social media. For one person, they may prefer to do blogging. For one person, they may prefer to do vlogging, do videos. For one person, they may prefer to do email marketing or work with influencers or X, Y, and Z. But the trick is to do what, do something, be proactive. One of the worst things as a business owner that you can do is to be reactive, to just wait for that email to come in and say, booking. That's the worst thing that you can do. Because in hospitality, we are very, 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 very lucky. There is no other business in the world, no other career where you can create a business, open the doors to it, list it on one, two, three websites, and pretty much be guaranteed, as long as your pitches are all right, guaranteed to get in revenue. With hospitality, you've got that because we are so in demand, especially now where we are in the world coming out of lockdown. There's so much pent up demand to go traveling. Um, and again, it very much is very much market specific where you are in the world, et cetera, et cetera. But there is a, a massive demand for it. And so Airbnb have come out and said, we, listen, we need one million. We need millions more hosts to, 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 to cope, with the, cope with the demand. And, you know, it's a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing because you can go get listed on Airbnb and you're pretty much guaranteed to get bookings in straight away. But it's a curse because as soon as that happens, you get lazy. And when you get lazy, you become over-reliant. 
And like you said, last March, everybody who was around then had a business then, had a hospitality business then, will never forget it. It was the 20th to 21st of March, 2020, is when you woke up on the phone, like you said, and Airbnb sent out a blanket notification email to everybody, all of the platform, hosts and guests saying, free cancellation, doesn't care what the policy is, doesn't matter what the cancellation policy is, free cancellation. And they, they rub salt in the wound by giving vouchers back. They give vouchers back. Wow. It's like more crazier for a lot of people, not everybody. And a lot of people never got, never, never got the money. They never got the help and support. They never got the thing. doesn't matter what the PR they did on the other end because they had the IPO and ICO story and all that. So it's, 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 it's a blessing and a curse. And there's no coincidence in the fact that April 2020 to today, my business growth went up 200% because there were people that were stout Airbnb supporters, especially in America, because Airbnb is an American thing. They were so behind it. They've, they've changed the verb. It's no longer STR, it's Airbnb. I'll get an Airbnb. It's not I'll get a short-term rental, it's I'll get an Airbnb. They were the ones who were like, hang on a second, I'm building a business here. I can't be just relying. I can't put build my house on someone else's land. I can't put my eggs in someone else's basket. I got to do something about it. I got to become multi-platform. I got to get this thing called a direct booking website. And I'm very, very, very fortunate that through the last four years of building a personal brand, of showing up every single day, coming on podcasts, talking about these things, now talking on stages, is that when somebody went into a Facebook group and goes, who do I go to for a website? People were instantly recommending me, which was, which was, which was amazing. And, and this brings me back to maybe my final tip to give, because I know we're sort of running out of time, is that business is all about two things. Number one, it's relationships. And number two is about becoming the go-to. So relationships, just like anything, and Matt Hancock and his cronies are, are all about this. It's not who you, it's not what you know, it's who you know at the end of the day. You could just be next door neighbor to Mr. Health Secretary and you can get a multi-billion dollar contract. And it's the same with anything. It's like high school. It's like when you want to get picked on a football team. It's not how good you are. It's if you know the captain. And that's literally yeah. it's with, with business. It's not what you know, it's who you know. So it's relationships. And it's, it's, it's about when you first start in joining that local BNI group, going on a Friday, going down for breakfast, meeting other business owners in the area, telling them about you and your business and what you're doing, because you never know. These are the people, the business world is very ancestral. Everybody knows everybody. All it takes is for you to stand up and go, hey, I've got uh, a couple of, of, of really, really high-class luxury apartments uh, and houses that are made for contractors or people, business, business owners coming in from out of town that need a place to stay that don't want to stay in a travel lodge with crappy Wi-Fi, da-da-da-da-da. Uh, we actually work out really cost-effective. Um, and if I'm fully booked, I've got, a, I've got a wealth of other people in my network that I can recommend you to as well. Just doing that for like three or four months, building those networks, because you never know. They may not be the person that's going to be your customer, but they'll definitely know somebody who's coming into town and they'll go, John, I'm coming to Torbay. Where do you recommend? Get to links. Go check her out. Amazing properties, um, really well, well known. I've met her at the, the local BNI. Go check her out. And then again, it's, that's the relationship building and about becoming the go-to is even more simpler. You've got to become your local brand ambassador. So what do I mean by that? With the granary, what I did is I created a loyalty scheme. Not a loyalty scheme for the granary, but I went and I went to my favorite coffee shops. I went to my favorite days out. I went to my favorite bars and restaurants and pubs in the local area that I knew that my guests 
would like. And I went to them and I introduced them. I said, hey, you know, so I've been coming here for ages. I don't know if you know this, but I actually run the granary for in-bedroom guest house. We've got three holiday cottages. We have thousands of guests come every year through our business. And I would love to recommend them to come and check out you when they come to the area. Um, and what we did is I basically said, have you got any discount that you could offer? So I worked out discounts with each one and I created a cool little um, PDF, a little printout, a little laminate, whatever you want to call it. I st actually stayed in a place in Harrogate and they created a mini map, which I loved. And I wish uh, I, I stole the idea, but I didn't. I just loved it and, and, and sort of moved on. But again, you can create a little mini map of, for example, Torbay and just pinpoint on it. You can get a printer to do it for you at your favorite places to go. You can leave it on the kitchen table you can get a cleaner to put it down and you can do this place has 10% discount, 20% discount. You get a free starter X, Y, and Z because a guest, when they're coming to your area for the first time, doesn't matter if it's leisure or workcation or staycation or whatever it may be, they would love to have the insight of a local person because they don't want to be wasting their time trying to find on Google or TripAdvisor a place to eat or a takeaway or whatnot. They just want to go, go here. It's amazing. And again, so you're creating a guest itinerary for their stay, whether again, it's work, leisure or whatever it should be. And they will love you for it. And plus what you're doing is you're creating a really good relationship with business owners in your local area. Because again, all it takes is for one person to come into the restaurant and get chatting to the owner. Oh, um, so how come you're here? Da, da, da. Oh, I'm just coming to check out areas. Um, I've actually run a company. We're, we've got a big contract starting up. I'm bringing in a hundred contractors or business people and they need places to stay. And I go, oh, check out links. That is literally it. By creating those relationships, becoming the go-to, that's all it really takes. And then you couple that with being present on social media by collecting your guest data to do email marketing. It's little things that can be just 30 minutes a day, but will have a, have a maximum, maximum, maximum benefit in, in, the, in the short, the medium and the long term. That's fantastic tips. Unbelievable, fan, unbelievably fantastic tips. <laughs> and definitely, as you said, become the local go-to person. It's very, very true. And uh, as you said, it's networking is the best way. Just, and just spread the word that what you actually do and who you are. Because how people can find you if they don't know you exist? Or if they don't yeah. know you, you know, you, you, do, you do what you do. It's like if, if you don't tell anybody how they know. <laughs> do you want to know the most easiest way to do this? And you can do it now. It doesn't matter if you've got this network or, or not. If you've got no guests, you're literally starting out. Your best thing to do is to open up your phone book. Go into your contact list. The people who already know, like, and love you in your area, just get a little message, copy and paste it, or send a voice note. Excuse me. And just go, do you know anyone? Do these four little words are going to going to be the that is going to make your business do you know anyone who needs a place to stay in torbay do you know anyone who needs a place to stay in scarborough do you know anyone who's coming to town do you know anybody and you can just literally send it to your contact list and if you can't send that message to a friend or a family member or a co-worker who already knows you likes you and loves you then how are you going to succeed in business these people already you know adore you and they were more than happy to recommend you just send it once to everybody in your contact list when you start up that's a great because again how do they not know? Like, how how are you not going? How are you going to be a business owner who's going to talk about the business and show it if you can't send it to people that you already know, like, and love? And some of you are very fortunate. You may have three hundred friends on Facebook. Again, just put a post out on social media. Yeah. Don't be shy. Don't be thinking someone's going to think I'm a knobhead. Doesn't matter. Just post it and promote your business. Talk about you. Talk about your business. And it doesn't matter whether you are watching this and you are in short-term accommodation, hospitality, or you're in property, or you're in real estate. All of these rules apply in business. The do you know anyone? 
putting a post out on social media. A lot of the time, it comes down to your mindset. And if you can crack that, you'll, you'll do very, very well. And that really works. That social media, I think, as you said, just make the, make the post. So when I do post, um, when I've done the post, for example, about my last uh, property, um, on my private Facebook, I'm not talking about even Facebook groups, on my private Facebook, uh, there's a multiple people who either commented on there or send me a private message, so straight away, send me the link. And this is when I needed you, so I could have a direct website to send them. <laughs> and I did it. It's going to happen. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. Yeah. We, 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 got, we got a plan in motion. We got a plan in motion. <laughs> yeah, so it's fantastic. It's just, I'm just, you know, showing that I'm compared to some SA providers, I'm in the beginning of the journey and I can, I can prove that that actually really, really works, the social media thing. And uh, yeah, so, so just keep, yeah, fantastic tips, just network, tell people what you do, become the, the go-to expert, answer any questions they might have. I actually even go through, sometimes I have uh, people who would text me or call me and I want to ask about essays. And then they said, oh, sorry, like, I don't think you want to help me much because I'll be your competition. I was like, there's plenty for everybody. There's no yeah. shortage. Why would I not want to help you? I want to help you. If there's something I can help you, people help me. I can share the knowledge back. Um, well, this is something that I was, this is something that I was talking to with one of my coaching clients and she is the most amazing human. She's lived a life upon a life upon a life. And I was asking her, cause she's in a, in a growth stage right now. The, the, does she grow? Or does she want to grow or is she happy where she is? And, and I said to her, do you have people contact you asking for accommodation? And she said, yes, she's so good at doing the network and so good at getting to know people. She's parts of so many committees and all of these things. And I was like, well, what do you do when these come in? I said, I just pass them on to people. And I said, well, are you taking a cut, like a five or 10% fee, a finder's fee? She's like, no, I said, start doing it. And you can start to build up your own mini WhatsApp local group of hosts, other hosts, because it's, it's not competition. It's collaboration over competition. The competition is the OTAs. The competition are the big, massive companies that are taking money out of your local area. Okay. They're the competition. Every other host is somebody that you can get a stay or a guest. So when a guest calls you up, goes, Lenka, um, have you got accommodation for the 1st of September for four nights? Instead of you just going, really sorry, no, putting the phone down, you go, yep, 100%, give me 10 minutes, I'll call you back. You put the phone down, you go straight into your WhatsApp group, right, everybody, 1st of September, four nights, da-da-da-da-da, this is the price, who wants it? They'll come back to you, first come, first serve, you call them back and go, fantastic, we've got you all sorted, I'm going to pass you on to here, um, they're going to um, do da 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 and then you just take a 5 or 10% cut. Now, on a singular basis, that may be 50 quid, but you do that every week over the year, that will result in four figures extra in, and all you are doing is you are working in your local community. And then somebody will turn, yeah. someone will turn around to me and said, that's not a direct booking. Yes, it is. The money is not the direct booking. It's the guest and where they book. That's the directness. So if they book directly with you, it's your power. It's your cancellation policy. You get their email address. You get their phone number. You can do everything you want with it. You've got their data. Data is the most valuable commodity that there is in the world. Mm. This is why Facebook <laughs> wants everything of you. It's why Amazon wants everything. It's why Amazon created Alexa, because they want to know everything about you and every single part of the journey. It's why they put Alexas into cars. It's why they put it into the fridges. It's why they put it into toasters. It's why they put it in everywhere, because they want to know everything about you, everything that you see, look, and do, and feel. It's why Facebook are trying to get these virtual 
reality headsets, these Oculus is to be the, the, the go-to because they want all of your data all of the time so that they can sell it to companies that then will advertise to you everywhere that you look. And all you need to do is you need to get an email address and a phone number and then use it, reuse it. And there's so many amazing tools coming out here right now uh, that, that, that will help you do it. But just by building a relationship, little mini WhatsApp group, get a little network of you together that you can pass around bookings. Even if you haven't got that, there's some amazing services out there. Comfyworkers.com, pastorbooking.com. There's Facebook groups for this. The hospitality community, people pass around bookings all the time. Whether you want to take a little cut or not, it's totally up to you. But you can so simply do it in your local area. It's just about building a network and, and, and just not looking at other people as competition. Absolutely. I agree with you. Great advice. And I would also add on top of it is that the one of the other um, uh, like positives from it is that uh, when you have that, for example, the um, a local WhatsApp group of uh, other providers, is that even if you can have a bad guest, for example, and you can warn your other the other mm. providers to say careful about that one and that one it's also it's, it's just you helping each other it's all about helping yeah. each other there's no shortage and it's, i love that as you said exactly it's not a competition and i always said that as well it's like it's a healthy competition but we are not competition so yeah love it absolutely love it it's all about helping each other more more it's and it's like a karma as well isn't it so it's like mm -hmm. around, around. Oh, 100 percent. <laughs> and, and at the end of the day um, if you come into this with an open attitude and if you look into learn, look into network, don't be closed minded. Don't think of everybody's competition and just, you know, don't be a dick. People love working with nice people. You know, nice people attract nice people. And, you know, it's, it's the one thing that really attracted me to you is that you're just a nice person, your social media, you document it so well. And, you know, when you asked me uh, to, to pop on the podcast, instantly was a yes, because, you know, uh, the way that you're doing it is, is fantastic. And it's going to benefit you in, in not only the, the, the short, the medium and the long term and the plans that you've got sound amazing. And I, and I can't wait to see it and, and join the journey. Oh, that's so kind of you. What a lovely, lovely words. And Mark, completely likewise. I was saying to my boyfriend as well yesterday um, when we had our chat, I said, he's just such a lovely person. You know, it's just that we can just be talking and talking for, for a long time as well. And you're just such a, just such a lovely person. And it's just, this is what it is all about, isn't it? You have, you, 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 you're meeting people, you, 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 you make the nice, you make connections, you create the relationships, friendships. Um, that's, that's all it is about. And property and business, it's all about people. So yeah. So thank you so much for lovely words and completely likewise. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Mark, as everything, everything has to come to the end slowly, but before we go, uh, you were giving absolutely fantastic tips and you, you know, explain what you do, etc. And now one thing I always ask people, well, two things, one thing, one of the one things I always ask people is to recommendation for a book. So you've mentioned a few books as well during the, during this episode, but what will mm -hmm. be your, like the book or you can to read whatever, something for others to recommend to read or listen to. So. Um Tools of Titans, 100%. It's a big book, but what I love about it is that you can just go into a chapter, go into a section, read it, and just get what you need from it. The, the, the Tools of Titan by Tim Ferriss, he, it's, it's a highlight of his first 200 podcasts. And he's interviewed the likes of Tony Robbins, Seth Godin, Noah Kagan, so many amazing, amazing humans. Uh, Wim Hof is in there as well. So yeah, definitely go and check that out. Fantastic. Sounds really good. Yeah, you've mentioned it before. I had a, I already written down somewhere else, but I'm just doubly, doubly writing it again. <laughs> Definitely. Is that on Audible as well? Um, 
No, because of the style of book. It might be actually, I think he resisted for so many years, but it's because of the style of the book. It's very hard to do an audible version of it, but I just get the, it's like the hard cover. I've got, I've got so many versions of it. I've got like a soft cover, a hard cover. I've got a soft cover that I leave in the car because I never take my phone with me. One of my key things is that I always leave this at home, especially if I'm with, I'm with Laura, because if anybody really wants to get me, I'll either call me or Laura, as in like family, etc. So I always leave my phone at home. And if for whatever reason I'm, I'm sat in the car, if Laura's like running to the shop or whatever, I can just grab, reach up and grab the book and just read a chapter or whatever. Nah. I'll do a, I'll do a, um, a crossword. I love doing a, I love doing a crossword. I've got a little mini <laughs> I like that as well. Cool. Very relaxing. And, uh, and when it comes to uh, books as well, so you've mentioned that you're going to be uh, publishing your first book as well. When is that happening? So um, it's going to be coming out in November. The editing is being done now, but um, if anybody wants to join the pre-release squad, so basically it's 99p and you get a discount when the book goes live and we're going to do, um, you get you can basically read the first draft now and I'm going to do some real cool competitions as the book is coming up. So you can go to Boostly, B-O-O-S-T-L-Y.co.uk forward slash book, just 99p, you join the Trello board, you can read the first draft. And uh, the closer it gets to launch time, I'm going to do a special Zoom video to go through all the tips and I'm going to, I'm going to share some cool little competitions that we'll do as well. So Fantastic. yeah, that'll be cool. So it's going to be called the Book Direct Playbook. Fantastic. When, when it's coming out, let me know and I'll try, I will help you to promote it as well. I'll tell everybody. I've got a certain amount of number in mind that I want to sell and I want to really get that little screen grab of, of um, best-selling author on the day exactly. or whatever. So exactly, and you deserve it. And if I can help in any way, I would love to help you. So, yeah, let me know. Feel, yeah, as soon as you have any link or anything, send yeah. it to me. <laughs> oh, don't, worry. don't worry, everybody Everybody will, will be getting a link in some way, shape or form. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. And, Mary, I also always ask people about uh, something to watch. So if you would recommend something to watch, would that, uh, it could be, again, anything mindset, property, or just something relaxing. What does Mark like to watch or what yeah. something help you in your journey? So if, if I'm switching off, I'm a massive Disney Marvel fan. Me and my wife um, I really do love, and I do love now how Disney Plus have gone down the route of the TV shows with Loki and One um, Division and etc. So I really do like that. But um, I, you know, in 2017 when I started this, I had to make a sacrifice. And before 2017, me and my wife, we would just binge watch any TV. Doesn't matter whether it was Two Broke Girls or Billions or Suits whatever, I would just watch all of it. And so I had to sacrifice that. So since 2017, I've never watched TV. We don't even have a TV in, 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 our, in our house. Yeah. And yeah, so um, what I do now as well is I, I replace it with um, YouTube. And so one of the things that I do every day, I want to start the day by watching a TED Talk or something um, educational, motivational. And I've got so many things that are downloaded on, on, on my YouTube because I've got YouTube Premium. And so, yeah, a TED Talk is something that I recommend people watch if they want to, like, educate. Um, Stephen Bartlett, I'm, I'm really sort of going binge-watching his year's worth of work. And I do love Joe Rogan podcasts. Uh, there's a guy called Lex Freeman who's got a podcast to watch his clips. Or just stand-up comedy. YouTube is amazing for, for seeing stand-up comedy from some of your favorites from, from years gone by. So that's pretty much what I, what, what, what I, what I like to do. 
Love it, love it, love it, love it. And so you are not only my uh, fellow traveler, but also fellow Marvel and Disney lover. My claim to weird claim to fame, I don't know if I can say it's a fame, but my weird thing that I've managed to achieve, I've been to every single Disney park in the world. Huh? Um, I haven't been any years. yet. And uh, a lot of it wasn't done by, for my ex-girlfriend used to work at Disneyland uh, in Tokyo. And so I went to Tokyo to see her, but she's also worked in the California one. So I got to see California and, and that because of her. But then just over, over the years, we've been to Paris and been to the Hong Kong and been to the other ones. So yeah, just not on purpose. It's just sort of happened. But yeah, being, being to every single park. And I'm not even that massive of a Disney You wear the ears. Yeah, we did all of that. So I've got to go, you know, as, um, as uh, you know, a single guy and then a married guy and then with kids. So it's amazing going with kids. We did, we did, we proper Disneyed and geeked out and yeah, we, 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 we've done everything. Huge yeah. fun. That's awesome. Love it. I haven't been in the Disneyland yet and uh, it's mad because I absolutely love, love, love Disney. It's the yeah. same for me, like um, clubbing. I absolutely love clubbing. I've never been in Ibiza. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's just not right. It's just not right. <laughs> you'll, have to, you'll have to rectify that. I can actually see Ibiza from here. This is like where we are in Spain. We're right on the tip. And then the next island over is Ibiza. Because we're on the top of a cliff. On a clear day, you can see the island. Oh, nice. Now I'm waiting for a photo. When you see a yeah. clear, when you have a clear day, please send me a photo. Make me jealous. <laughs> Definitely. I'll get the clip. I'll get the clip. <laughs> you know when you've mentioned just quickly when you mentioned Marvel, what I'm actually doing now because I don't I don't have TV, like a live TV for a long time, more than six years actually. Uh, but yeah. I have um, like Disney Plus, for example, or Netflix. And um, uh, with what I've done in, uh, during the lockdown uh, last year, when the first lockdown started, I've decided to watch. There's nothing to do with Mar Marvel yet. I've decided to watch uh, James Bond. I love James Bond and spy movies and all that. And I watched yeah. them. I ordered the whole this, you know, the set. Uh, from yeah. Amazon and watch them in order, let's say once a week or something like that. Yeah. And um, when that finished, I was like, I quite enjoyed having that movie night. Um, and yeah. I loved like watching something in order. And then there was a moment when I realized I haven't seen one or two Marvel movies. And I was like, how did that happen? So I went back and now I'm watching Marvel movies. And I think I'm, uh, what, what did we watch last? I think it was the yeah, Garden of Galaxy. So we are on the Garden yeah. of Galaxy now. So yeah, watching yeah. them in order now. And it's brilliant. Um, and what happened is that it completely coincidentally is that when we started, that was just after the Captain Marvel was released. So Captain Marvel was released sort of like now, but it goes back in time. So I actually had this opportunity to watch it properly with Captain Marvel nicely in order. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. That's, um, I think there's so many things that in your life that you that help remember a certain special time or a bad time, etc. And I think music is one and movies is, is another. You can always like put on a music and a certain song will, will, will transport you back, etc. And the same for me with, with, with movies. Um, and it's, it's a big part of my life, music, movies, football. And that's like the big thing. That's like the, the passions and the obsessions that aren't like work related. And I think it's very important to have something, whatever it may be, whether it's, you know, um, watching Disney or Marvel or clubbing or, or whatever, it's, it's really important to be able to switch off. And I think that's, and I think that's something that's really important because again, I think there's a, there's been this little crazy culture of, uh, you have to work your absolute bones off all the time, 24 seven to, to, to become a success. And yes, there's a little bit of that, but as soon as you possibly can, you've got to be able to learn to outsource to, to, and I'm very fortunate now that I only have to work 
four days a week, six to 10, and then the other three is totally off. Like this is very, very rarely on, um, if, if, if at all. And so it's, it's, it's nice to be able to be in, to be in that position. Fantastic. And as you said, it takes time as well. You need to, it's, mm. it's not, it doesn't come overnight. It's not like one day you decide, I'm going to be an entrepreneur and I'm not going to work more than X, Y, Z of hours. It doesn't quite work like that. It takes time, doesn't it, to get to that point. And obviously there's a lot of sacrifices as well and longer weekends, I mean, longer days and the week and working weekends. But as you said, outsource as soon as possible. As Rob Moore was saying, outsource sooner than you think you need it in order for you to grow um, and start letting things go. Um, and and um, yeah, just have a really, really good discipline with, um, with things what makes you actually happy. Because if you don't rest, if you don't relax your mind, how can you uh, think clearly 100%? And how can you be creative about the business and, how, and, the grow, and the growth of the business? So it's definitely, as you said, it's, it's very easy to get stuck in that, especially now on social media, you're watching people who are very busy and they're making lots of money. And you're like, oh, I can't have a day off. I need to catch up. There's so much to do. And what I love as well about you is that you have that strict discipline about, for example, notification on the phone, on the, on the laptop. And there's a, there's a, there's a boundaries and there's a, there's a discipline. It's like from that time, that's it. That's it. And it's really, really, really important. And I love that. And I always, when I follow someone like you, I'm always picking up things I like and I really want to follow and implement in my life. And this is one of those things you inspired me in many ways and you inspired me in this as well. So I'll get more discipline with my phone. And I, will, I will check in with you and we will see how you're getting on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be ignoring your messages because I'll be like, I, I can't hear notifications. <laughs> exactly. That's what I like to <laughs> Amazing. Oh, Mark, well, this was really, really lovely having you here. What a shame we need to go. Um, I know. Everything, everything always have to come to the end. But yeah, thank you ever so much for coming on the show. Loved having you. Uh, you shared incredible tips. You shared with the world who, what an amazing person you are and what amazing thing you do. And I can't wait to share that with others. So thank you very much again. And I hope you come on the show again soon. 100%. Anytime, just ask. You know where I am. And if there's anywhere, so if people want to, you've mentioned Boostly, but if anybody wants to follow you in general, where do they find you? Instagram, the best place, at Boostly UK. So B-O-O-S-T-L-Y UK, at Boostly UK on Instagram, that's the best way. Perfect. And you've got a YouTube channel and I put, and I put it in all the descriptions everywhere. Where to find you. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. You're absolute legend. Thank you so much, Mark. And I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, seriously, thank you so much. And my pleasure. And I'm ready. Sorry for twice having an interruption from my side. <laughs> that's, fine. that's fine. Sorry, my uh, wife was just coming in. She's uh, taking over in five minutes. Oh, what a timing. <laughs> good time, actually. Yes, right. Are you ready then? Yes, one second. So you're yeah. going to do a little dance and then I'll choose a song for you. You're going to choose a song for me. Okay, one second. Uh, I, I have come prepared. <gasps> yes! <laughs> Unless you have a specific song you want me to choose for you. Oh, wow! <laughs> is that Ninja Turtle? <laughs> Are you Ninja Turtle or is it Lego? No, it's uh, Ninjago. <laughs> Amazing. That oh. is fantastic. You are seriously the best one. Are you ready to dance? Pause. Go! Um. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
<laughs> that is fantastic. Love the moves. <laughs> oh, David missed the last bit. <sighs> oh, no. Oh, you can actually even do the last bit on your swapping. Hold on. Let's take a video of photo with both your mask and no mask. Did you say no mask this time then? We're good. I love that. I love that so much. Do you have, do you have a photo? Uh, hold on. Ready? One, two, three. Sweet. Do you have a specific song you want me to use or? Uh, you could just find a Lego one. Oh, do the Lego movie. The Lego. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's a freaking awesome. That's it. You can do that one. <laughs> and it actually goes well because this episode was freaking awesome. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, Mark, seriously, thank you ever so much. I'll let you know when this goes live. If you have a specific uh, um, photo you want me to use, I think, uh, you know, for the, for the marketing, um, let me know. But if not, I think you're always using your, like, the cartoon one sort of thing. That's the one. Yeah, I'll um, I'll send it. I'll send it over. Um, I'll send over a link because there's like a little, uh, there's a little link that I normally have, and you can pick one of the icons from there. Awesome. No problem. I'll pop it in a. I'll pop it in a WhatsApp. Okie dokie. Fantastic. Usually my episodes goes live like Sundays or Mondays, uh, but uh, depends on my times as well. But I'll let you know before it goes live and. Uh, yeah, what a legend. Thanks so much for your time. I really, really enjoyed today. Have a good night and I shall speak to you soon. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. -bye. Thank you very much for tuning in today. Hope you found it useful and see you all very soon.